We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. All right, what's good, Knicks Nation? Alex Chuteris here, a.k.a. the Tratocaster. We are here for the lottery, the watch-along. Because guess what? Because guess what? The New York Knicks potentially will get the Dallas Mavericks pick because if Dallas falls out of the top 10, you know who it's coming to? New York Knicks, baby. And how sweet would it be? How sweet would it be to make it to the second round of the Eastern Conference playoffs and to get a lottery pick thanks to the Dallas Mavericks? Oh, man, that'd be phenomenal. But before we get into all of that of course, we got two wonderful gentlemen with me today. We got our very own Chris LeBron from Off the Ball Network, and we got KFTV's very own draft expert, Jeffrey Campbell. Fellas, how are you guys doing today? I'm excited, man. I've been, you know, it's it's kind of weird because we technically don't have any picks, but it's still a very, you know, nerve-wracking time. So I'm ready. I, I can't wait, you know. Hopefully the God, NBA God bless us. Hopefully, Jeff, Hopefully. how are you doing, man? Alex, I'm just pumped to join uh, this prayer circle tonight as we, <laughs> as we hope that, that the ping pong balls bounce our way and that me and Chris get to talk about the uh, long, hard hours we put into watching tons of college basketball uh, this year. Well, I hope, I hope so, man. I hope we get this draft pick as well because you guys do a lot of work uh, into seeing who's the up-and-coming prospects. And, you know, before we get into, like, any of that, make sure to hit that thumbs up button for your boys. Make sure to hit, make sure to share all these videos. Make sure to check out KnicksFanTV.com. And salute to the chat. Salute to Knicks Nation. Salute to all the mods, the channel members. All right. All right, fellas. Well, let's start it off here. What do the Knicks need? Because there's a lot of players, right? We could talk about everybody left and right and what could be a good prospect for the Knicks? What do the Knicks need after you watch them this season? I'll start off with you, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you can never have enough shooting on your team, right? It's it's tough to say that the Knicks absolutely need shooting because we have shooters. They just didn't shoot well during mm. the playoffs. You know, if Emmanuel quickly, Quentin Grimes shoot closer to their season's averages, you know, maybe we're talking about a different result in the Heat series. Who obviously, if quickly doesn't get hurt, uh, that could have been a very big factor as well. Um, but on a team where ball handling, um, creating advantages, shooting is is always huge. You can never have enough of that. So guys that can create their own shot and shoot are going to be massive going forward. Absolutely, Chris. What do you think? What do you think the Knicks need from this draft? Jeff hit it on the head. You know, we could use definitely some more shooters. You know, we can never have enough shooters. You know, uh, we have, but obviously they didn't step, you know, do their thing in the playoffs. So definitely can use that. Some more wing, some wing creators too. You know, not just wings, but wing guys who can create, you know, some secondary playmakers. And there's a few of these guys in this draft. Even if, you know, they were to go back in the second round, if they don't even get this, there's guys in the second round that you can get, you know, and even, you know, some wing defenders too. There's, 
this is why I've been, you know, doing a lot of work with the second round undrafted because there's a lot of guys on the wing that can defend their tails off. And I think they could be, be perfect needs for us. So, you know, uh, Jeff had on here, shooters and all that, some wing creators and, and some wing defender that would be ideal for this team. Definitely That's both true. of those. Those type of qualities that we definitely need from players based on what we saw this playoff season, even during the regular season, right? Because the Knicks, they weren't that great at shooting the three ball during the regular season. As you know, they ranked 19th throughout the regular season shooting 35.4, whoa, hold on, 35.4% yeah, uh, from downtown. And once we got to the playoffs, that thing cratered, right? We didn't see this team shoot the three ball at all whatsoever. They were last out of all teams shooting from behind the perimeter with a 29.2%. So if we can get some more shooting in here, that would definitely be great for this team. And the question is, you know, if the Knicks do get this pick, um, would we expect them to draft or would we expect them to move it to try to go get a player? Because this is a team that has punted on previous draft picks, right? And this is a team that is looking to compete now. They just exceeded expectations this season by getting to the second round. So what do you guys think? Chris, I'll start off with you. Do you think the Knicks would keep this draft pick or do you think they would trade it? I think it's, it's a trade piece and it's a very, it may be the piece that gets us you know, maybe potentially that guy that, you know, that big target we want. So that's why I feel like this is very important because you add this to a trade package, you know, the 11th, 12th pick, that, that's a big, that, that can be the, you know, that could be the piece that gets the trade done, you know? So mm -hmm. this, I don't think just the way they're moving, I, I don't think this is a pick that they would keep, you know, uh, they could trade down potentially, you know, cause they've done that before you know, especially with Leon taking over, but I feel like this is a piece that they're definitely going to add in the trade pack. Well, along with all the other picks we have in the next coming years, this could be the piece that can get, you know, whatever player, target, you know, star player they want. That could be the piece that gets them, you know, uh, that, that guy they want. Now, Jeff, what do you think? Do you think they'd keep it this year or do you think they would trade it? I agree with Chris. I think it's a pick that gets traded. Um... But I think, you know, I think it offers them flexibility because they lose a protected first in the deal for hot Josh Hart. You can recoup some of that back um, by using this pick to get you future picks, whether it's later in this draft or in a draft in a, a future date. So, yeah, man, I, I think it offers them a lot of flexibility. See, I'm going to go different. I think they could actually draft somebody this season because this this uh, this this year because. We will get some of the guys on this team. We'll get someone like an Obi Toppin and Emmanuel Quickly, uh, even Miles McBride. They're going into the last years of their contract. And you think for a team that needs to add some depth at one of these positions, especially if you guys are talking about on the wing, maybe this will be a year they actually decide to draft somebody, keep that youth, continue that development, especially this is considered a deep draft. Um, I mean, what's, 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 and let's pivot to that. Do you guys think this is a deep draft or or is this being all overhyped? I think it's a deep draft. I don't think it's like I don't think it's deep in terms of star level, but I think and I think Chris will agree with this too. I, I think you have players in both rounds that are gonna be really solid rotational players going forward. Even even some of the really young players, you know, the 19-year-old freshmen, I, I think there are some of those, even in the second round, um, you know. A guy like Amari Bailey is somebody who I'm thinking of from UCLA, a really stout defender, uh, played well for them this year. He he could fit a need in a rotation right off the bat. Um, you know, so I, I definitely see it as a deep draft with with talent on multiple levels. Chris, what say you? Do you think this is a deep draft? I think uh, when we think of drafts, we just think of the top picks and all that. And that's how we base drafts off, like, you know, blue chips and all that. But I think this is a draft where you can definitely get some really quality, you know, good players, especially in the wing, you know, late in late rounds. So, you know, off the top, there's this, obviously we know Victor and there's Scoot. And then obviously, you know, you can, you know, whether you like the, the Thompson twins or, you know, Cam Whitmore or whatever, you know, those guys, you know, in that second category and all that. But yeah, I think you can get a, 
of some very good pieces that are going to be, you know, 10-year pros even late, you know. So, you know, when people said this draft isn't deep or whatever, you know, uh, it's deep in, in good talent. You know, blue chippers, there's a couple. Obviously, we know the top two, but, you know, the, you can get a lot of good talent late. That, that, and that's where I kind of, where I'm watching. We know the top. It's whatever. We all know about those guys, but it's trying to find the guys in the 35 to 60 range and trying to figure out which guys are going to be the ones that, that uh that are going to be you know potential you know key pieces on the rotation so that's the fun part of evaluating guys alex and i one, wanted to real quick mm-hmm. but you know to your point and what you were saying about um you know keeping the draft pick and, and maybe selecting someone in the lottery oh, i it, it, do that i could definitely it would it would definitely be a signal that we would have to consolidate some of our young guys moving forward, whether it's McBride or something like that, reset the rookie deal so that we don't have to make tough decisions about committing to some guys later. So you'll, you'll, you'll know a lot in terms of, because if you're going to invest in a lottery pick, you know, you got to play him, you know, you, you don't want to have a situation like an Obi Toppin where he starts to play well and he's behind Julius Randle. His minutes are capped at 12 or 13 or 15 a night. And, you know, there's all of these, you know, kind of unanswered questions about what he can do on a basketball court um, for 35 minutes or so and, and how that contributes to winning. So, you know, if, if they decide to draft someone, it, it's a pretty um, significant step in terms of maybe it's spelling the end of days for some of the other younger guys on our team. Yeah, absolutely. And salute to Knicks Nation. Make sure to hit that thumbs up button for your boys. We are here for the watch along lottery uh, extravaganza tonight. So let's see if the Knicks can go get this Dallas Mavericks pick. If not, maybe the Knicks can make a move, get somewhere in the late lottery, or even not even the late lottery, I should say, the late first round and get somebody. Um, and look at that ESPN right now keeping tabs on this <laughs> Dallas Mavericks pick because they know. They know it could go to the New York Knicks. Everyone in the chat right now, let me know your thoughts. Do you think this front office would trade if they get the pick between 11 to 14? Do you think they would trade it or keep it? I want to know your. I want to know some of your responses in the chat right now. Okay, guys, we're here. We got. We're, they're showing us all the executives, all the people representing uh, every team right now. Who do you guys think will get the number one overall pick? What team? Let me start with you. I think the Blazers are going to get it. Woo! Going to go to the Trailblazers. And I feel like if they do get it, that's, that's going to mean, mean to, for me, it means it's the end of the Dame era. Mm. Pull. I feel like they get that. They have their piece. They already got Shade and Sharp there. Anthony Simons. I feel like they're going to be like, Dame, even if Dame is like, nah, I want to rock with you guys, I feel like they're going to, he's, they're going to be like, all right, it's time that we, Part ways, but we're gonna treat you right. We're gonna sit down. We're gonna try to find a good trade partner for you. Send you know, send you somewhere. You know, uh, you know that you're gonna be able to contribute and try to win. And uh, I feel like that's gonna be the case. And that's you know, a little trade Dame build around Wemby and Shaden, which is two really good pieces to build around. You know, we saw some flashes with Shaden last year. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Portland Trailblazers. That they're gonna get the number one pick. Okay, Jeff, who do you think is gonna get it? Spurs are where my money is going. It's kind of a boring pick, but um, I just have a feeling they're going to get it. I don't know what this does to Pop and his decisions to continue to coach or not coach, but I just have a weird feeling he's going to end up in San Antonio. Mm. San Antonio. It's either Wemby's going to Portland, that's what Chris is saying, or Wemby's going to San Antonio. All right, looks like they're getting ready here to reveal who is going to get what position in this NBA draft lottery. And there's the guy that we all hate, Mark Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) Always constantly giving us pain and misery. But come on, Mark. Let's change this for today. Let's change this for today. Ooh, Ooh. going to the Pelicans. Okay. Right now. Chalk. It's chalk. 13th pick. Going to the Raptors. All right. Okay, still chalk. Still chalk, yeah. 12th pick is going to 
OKC. Talk still. Uh, I'm getting nervous, baby. I'm getting nervous. The 11th pick. Come on, baby. Come on. Come on. Going to the the Orlando Magic. Ah. Ooh, and Dallas stays at 10. Of course they do. Dallas keeps their pick. Ah. Ah. That is brutal. That is brutal. Uh, That's tough. That's tough. Straight chalk. But the ninth pick goes to the Jazz. We keep calling this. Keep calling this. Jazz get the ninth pick. All right. Everything has been straight so far. Yeah, nothing has really changed. When do they take a break at the fifth pick? When they, they do the top five, yep. they go to commercial break. Yeah. Yep. Wizards getting the eighth yeah. pick. Everything. No. No luck in the ping pong balls for anybody right now trying to move up. Pacers getting the seventh pick. Wow. There is no movement whatsoever no movement. in this lottery. What is going on? In the wild. Halliburton didn't bring him any luck. Orlando Magic. Look at that. Stroke, though. And now they're going to break. No, they break. They break for the top three, actually, I think. Yeah. The Pistons get the fifth. Whoa. That's a game changer. That's. So that means. That means either for the top four, that means Portland, Charlotte, San Antonio, or Houston's going to. Chris is Portland. This is where it's getting interesting now. This is getting interesting. Now it's getting interesting. Pistons hmm. fans are sick to their stomach. I, 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 you you have no idea. The, the sink in my stomach watching that happen is but Chris, terrible. Don't get me wrong. I mean, listen, yeah, of course you want Victor, but pairing Jaden Ivey with one of the, the Thompson twins? You know what's my theory? What? I think, I think Brandon Miller falls. I think Cam okay. Ware Thompson bump him. I just okay. don't this is what I've been hearing. I just feel like, especially with the jaw stuff happening yeah, 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 yeah. in Miller's history, I think teens might be a little scared. Right. And it might go with a little bit safer with Cam and a man. A man has a, a man, uh, you know, abundance of talent. Great. The, the craziest first step I've ever seen, I think. You know, his first step is, and, and he has great passing ability and all that. And Cam Thomas, Cam, uh, Cam Whitmore is special. He, he, he's yeah. a he's a closer. He makes everything. People were worried about him at the combine because he's like, oh, he, he's not trying. But yet all his times were like in the top, you know, percent. And it was like he's just that he's just a you know effortless athlete, you know. So yeah. I could see those two jumping ahead of. So it might it might be the perfect, you know, that might be a good spot for Detroit. And they might get their guy at five. That is the best fit. We shall we see. Shall see. I, I know Nick's Nation's upset just like we are right now. So. If you want to call in and voice your opinions, we will take some of your calls. So make sure to download the Discord if you haven't. TM, if you are in the chat, please, if you are so kind, to pin the link to the Discord in the chat. And we'll take some of your calls later after the lottery has been all sorted out. We're now waiting for the top four picks to see what happens. Could it be Portland, Charlotte, San Antonio, Houston? Who's getting Wimby? Who's getting Scoop? That's what we want to know. That's what we're waiting for at this point. I'm still disgusted, guys. I'm still, we should have gotten the we should have gotten the Dallas pick. Honestly, this is just nonsense. How, how are you going to allow Mark Cuban? How are you going to allow Mark Cuban to just in front of your face tank, and then all you do is just slap him with a minuscule fine that's like for him is chump change. You know what I mean? Like, come on. It's, it's, a, it's a joke, especially when you consider what Miami did getting into the play-in and the success they had in the playoffs. You're telling me Luca and and Kyrie and company couldn't, you know, stage some type of run like that with the talent that they have. It's it's completely ridiculous. But yo, man, I I never expect us to get lucky in any type of situation where we need it. So you know, whatever. Well, it's not rigged. Like people say, all oh, it's rigged. It's like no, we. It's not rigged. Look at they have. We haven't been blessed in a long time with the draft. It's you know, if it was going to be rigged, it would have been rigged in 2019 when the Lakers and Knicks had three and four. Uh, it's tough, but you know what? We'll, we'll figure it out. We're going to try to figure it out. You know, uh, with, there's a, there's still talent. You know, even in the in the second round and un, undrafted that you can you know with the talent that's coming in, like you you might be able to get you know like a late you know first round second round pick 
as an undrafted free agent. That's how much talent there is. So, you know, uh, you can still get some play. Obviously, it's it stinks not getting a, t- a lottery pick, you know, uh, someone that we can use or trade for. But, you know, that's just how the cookie crumbles. <laughs> yeah. You handle it better than I am, Greg. I, I, can't, I can't tolerate this right now. We we should have gotten that. We should have gotten that lottery pick just to make the – it, sh- it should have been the cherry on top for the season, man. Yeah, yeah, it should have been the cherry on top for the season. Nasty. Nasty business. You're telling me Luka and Kyrie could have done some damage to superstars on one team? Mm-hmm. Alex, the, other thing, the other thing that's killing me is, like, think about how long ago it was that Kristaps Porzingis got traded. And we can't even get the first freaking pick from that draft to convey to us yet. Like, God, man. Like, taking I'm forever, just, man. Taking forever, man. Taking forever. Taking forever. Come on now. Can we please get something? We've benefited from that trade already in, in certain ways, but still, I, I mean, would love to have that pick at this point. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'd love to have that pick. Make sure to call in through the Discord so we know who's upset, who's happy. In the chat right now, let me know if you're upset or happy. On a scale of one to five, let me know. If you're, a ha- if you're okay, if you think you're fine, if we're great, we don't need this draft pick, Throw a five in the chat. If you're upset, if you're disgusted, throw a one in this chat right now. I need to know how, how Knicks Nation is feeling because I'm sick, man. I'm sick. I'm t- I, I, I really wanted to get this draft pick. I just needed, needed to, I wanted to stick it to Cuba one more time, man. Just like we got Brunson and we got your pick. That would have been perfect. Would have been perfect, but. Well, come on, guys. This guy went on ESPN talking to Max Kellerman, Stephen A. Smith, been like, Oh, you know, we're 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 gonna be we're gonna be fine. We're gonna get titles like talking up that team so much and look where they are right now. Come on, man. Right now, yo, Chris Chris and mine's prediction is st- oh no, not even oh no. Oh, oh, oh Charlotte or San Antonio. That's right. There it is. Four's going to the Rockets, three to the Trailblazers, two to the Hornets, and one to the San Antonio Spurs. Wow. The Spurs get it. Spurs got it. Look at that. The San Antonio Spurs are going to get Wemby. They won the Wemby sweepstakes. Wow. Wow. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This man flew up Mark Tatum for the hug and the dap. You get David, you had David Robertson, Tim Duncan. This that franchise, they they just keep getting blessed. <laughs> they just keep getting blessed. Absolutely. The last two number one picks did pretty well. <laughs> Look at MSG's McMonica McNutt out there making us proud. Oh, number one pick. 
<sighs> well, well, there we have it. Have uh, uh, hey, Chris, if you could just move back, I think we get a little bit of feedback from, from your mic. Um, well, there we have it. You got the Spurs with the one, Hornets with the two, Trailblazers with the three, Rockets with four, Pistons with five, Magic with six, Pacers with seven, Wizards with eight, Jazz with nine, Mavericks with ten. You got the or Magic again with 11, Thunder with 12, Raptors with 13, Pelicans with 14. Well, there's your lottery, folks. The Knicks did not get the Dallas Mavericks pick this year. Well, that just means we got to wait till next year to hopefully that it conveys. That's where we're at right now. <laughs> All right. The, it the is pro, what it is. The pro Knicks tank uh, crowd is going to be really heavy today. Because they're going to be like, we should have tanked. Look what happened. The Spurs tank, they got the number one pick. You know that's going to be that's going to be the talk <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Do you think so? Because, look, we just made it to the second round. I mean, we, we just had some competitive basketball that we haven't seen in a long time. You found out that Jalen Brunson's a superstar, in my opinion. A lot of good things this year. You saw RJ show up in the playoffs. Um, you got your youth that's developing. I think there's, there's enough to push back. Be like, it's okay, guys. It's okay. It's okay. You know how you know how some people are. They're gonna be like, no, we could have. You know, for the next five years, we could have had this guy. I I saw it already. I'm like, ah, oh, we're gonna start with that already, guys. Come on. <laughs> uh, is what it is, man. Is what it is. So who do you think? Uh, man, Scoot going to or Scoot? No, I mean, I think it's team could trade up for him too. He's going to be wanted, so you know, I think those are the top two picks, regardless. Him and Mello in Charlotte's pretty serious. Yeah, and like I said, Charlotte could trade down and get some more picks because they need they need a lot. They do. They need a lot, so they can. And you know, you know, teams are going to want to trade up for Scoot, so they can get a lot for that pick. So that could be something. So. Yes, son from Brooklyn. I am. <laughs> I wanted this pick so bad. Yeah. Wanted this pick so bad. <laughs> Come on. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. It's just, mm, just disgusted. All right. Where, where, where do you think, along. I was going to say, where do you think um, Wemby wanted to go or wants to go? Where does Wemby want to go? Yeah. Or where do you, you know what I'm saying? Like, what team would he have preferred to get the number one pick? Houston, because it's, it's a very diverse area and all that. I think they would have embraced him a lot, you know. Yeah. Um, I think that's Houston. That's a good spot too, man. That's a true basketball city right there, you know. Yeah. It's just very dull, you know. Like they've always been dull, and like the you know you, people care about their brand and all that. Mm-hmm. So, um, especially with Houston, they're trying to win. They're trying with Emay, you know. Even though they had a disastrous season and all that, but you know, uh, he'll feel right. I mean, Pop's still there. They have the infrastructure, you know, they know how to, they know how to, uh, their player development is very great. I mean, Jeremy Sochan was, I think a lot of people were kind of down on him last year, you know, going into the draft and he wound up being a very good surprise and all that. So they got some good young pieces there. You add him there and, you know, they've had the number one pick a few times and it's worked out well for them. So, you know, uh, that's a, it's going to be a good spot for him. Okay. I'm sorry, guys. I'm still seething. Still seething over here. Still seething. Alex is... is, is I am irritated. I am absolutely irritated. But the show must go on. The show must go on. All right, yeah. guys. Gotta keep pushing. Now, we, know, we know the Knicks don't, aren't going to get the Mavericks pick. Highly unlikely that they can trade into the lottery just because, as you guys talked about, how deep this draft is. All these teams that are in the lottery, they need players. I mean, you're looking at Orlando, Portland, Charlotte, all these teams, right? OKC can still use more talent, even though they made the plan this year. Toronto could use talent because they didn't play up to expectations. You know, Dallas needs talent, so I don't see them doing anything with that pick except drafting somebody. So let's look at the let's look at the remainder of the the first the first round outside of the lottery. Are there any teams that you would expect? To, to trade with the Knicks or that you're looking at to try to get in because, well, it's, well actually, let me rephrase that. Let's say the Knicks are able to trade into the back half of the lottery, right? 
And I'm looking at Indiana right now. They got three draft picks in this year's draft. They got uh, they got the seventh pick. You got the 26th pick and the 29th pick. Maybe the Knicks can do a deal with them, get into around that range of the first round. If the Knicks are able to get somewhere around there, who are you looking at to draft if you're New York? In that league? Chris, you want to go first or me? And like that, you can go first. Um, I mean, if I'm going around the 25 and past range, I mean, so there's I'll, I'll put two names out there. I don't care if we have guards. Uh, these are two guys that I love. Um, one of my favorite guys from last year's draft. He tested out the waters in the combine, decided to pull his name out. Marcus Sasser from Houston. I, I love this guy. Uh, his shot, his shot creation is great. Can break down the defense. Um, I think he improved his draft stock stock a little bit from last year. He's a smart player. He comes from Houston's program, so you know fans will know Quentin Grimes came from there. They're gonna breed tough, smart players that play defense. Another guy that is another really talented shot maker, Terquavion Smith, North Carolina State, a guy who can really fill it up, can shoot from anywhere on the court. Um, is also very talented, can break down the defense as well. He actually improved a little bit, I think, in terms of finishing through contact and getting to the rim. Um, you know, with a lot of your smaller guards or young guys that are coming out of college, of course, you know, defense is an area that people are going to have to improve in, but you're going to live with that um, if they can kind of really give life to your second unit or fill in with some of the starters when they kind of stagger lineups. So, those are two guys that uh, I, I really like. Chris, what about you? Some some guys I would like late if they were to get late first round. Um, I know he, he's very a polarizing player, and this is a guy I have as a top 10 player, but I could see him dropping because of, you know, some things that a lot of teams don't like with his on-course. So, but Gigi Jackson, I see a lot of people in the chat really like Gigi, but he's a guy. Now, I think he's going to be gone because I think he's, he's, def, he's really improved his... Um, you know, his stock with his, with a lot of his, um, his interviews. So he's done really well with that. But, uh, I think he's a guy that could potentially drop in. And if that's someone, I feel like that's a guy that we could definitely look at. Another guy, Maxwell Lewis is a guy I really liked. Um, he was a hot name early in the season, you know, so, um, and he definitely cooled off because, you know, playing at Pepperdine, there wasn't a lot of talent. Teams were focusing on him. So his numbers dipped, field goal percentage shooting and all that. You know, but I feel like he's a player wing six, I think six, seven, six, eight, you know, they could shoot, they could score. I like him a lot in that range. Uh, also, like um, Kobe Jones, Xavier is another guy that I really like, you know, uh, just a guy who could glue in, could shoot and all that. Uh, like I said, Marcus Sass is another good one that I, I like a lot. Uh, there's just, like I said, there's a lot of guys, Chris Murray, you know, there's, there's a few guys that we can still get if we were able to get in that back end of that first round. You know, Indiana got a few picks there. We can maybe, you know, wiggle something with them that, that we can get. We can still get a good player. And even though we didn't we wound up getting the lottery pick, there's still some a lot of good names that we can get, especially on the wing, that could really help. Leonard Miller, too, another one from the G League. He put his name in last year. I had him as a top 30 guy. He pulled out. He, he's another one that has – he's raw, but there's a lot of potential. Six foot 11 and all that. He can get to the rim at will. I think there's shooting potential with him. So that's another name that I like a lot. Got big surge in the sh- chat. Shout out to you, Surge, for being a channel member. He's saying uh, Derek Whitehead and yeah. Leonard Miller are other names that, yeah, that he likes. Derek had he just had surgery, so his thing is is was his health. Because you look at him in high school, you're like, oh my god, like he is just he, he got so much talent. You sold his bag and everything. He's at and that's the thing I worry is that is he, are we going to see the athletic ability there at the next level? Because if he doesn't have that, then I, I kind of worry. That's why I feel like he's a guy that could drop to the second round because of the injuries and all that, inconsistencies and all that. And he's, you know, um, you know, he just didn't fit at Duke with that system and all that. So, you know, extremely talented and all that. But I could see him dropping maybe late first, second round. So if we can be able to get in the second round, we can get a Derek White in the second round. That'd be, that would be a good fit. Put him in the G League, let him get healthy. Let him recover. He might even see him this year. Just let him recover from the injuries and then get him for, you know, a sophomore year. I think that could be an ideal situation. Played at the mm-hmm. same high school as RJ. Uh, mm. And Jalen Hood-Shafino, who's, who's probably a lottery pick. But if he dropped, that'd be another name to watch. 
I like Whitehead a lot too, man. The talent is definitely there. If he's healthy, you know, a six six guy that can, you know, really he has good handle, can shoot off the dribble. Had a decent NCAA tournament as well. One of those games he he really kind of led Duke. Um, so yeah, man, if he's healthy, he is he's a talented pick for sure. And just so everyone who, who who's coming mm-hmm. into the show, wait, and salute to Knicks Nation, salute to all the channel members, salute to the mods. Tune into the live watch along to the NBA lottery. The Knicks did not get the Dallas Mavericks pick. Unfortunately, the Mavericks held at 10. So we'll have to wait until next year to hope for it to hopefully convey. So guys, just to recap who you guys would like if the Knicks were somehow able to trade in the back end of the first round, Jeff, your two, your guys were. Yeah. Marcus Sasser, Terquavion Smith, um, Two guards that I, I feel I like could really add to the Knicks depth for sure. Uh, Whitehead, you know, someone that that Chris mentioned is someone that I would really like as well. And Chris, your guys were uh, Maxwell Lewis and and Gigi Jackson. Those Maxwell are Gigi Jackson. Okay, okay. Crazy with well, those two. Hopefully, the Knicks can trade into the back end of the first and get somebody because I'm looking at it as this team is going to need to add. Like I said earlier, this team will need to add. Some players, especially when you got quickly who's due for an extension. You got Obi Toppin who's due for an extension. And Miles McBride, this is the last year of his contract. It'll just be interesting. It'll just be interesting because you're going to have to reset some rookie skill contracts, right? And you don't want to have that same issue that we saw years ago when it was a 2012-2013 season. You didn't have enough young guys. They were able to just mix in with some vets. Guys in the middle who, who are young but still seasoned enough, been around the league uh, for a good amount of time, and then rookies or younger players to have that good balance because you still need that energy. You, you want to be able to make sure that you can continue to develop talent for when someone leaves. So let's see if the Knicks can maybe trade because they traded their what would have been the 23rd pick based on how they finished the season to the Portland Trailblazers in the Josh Hart trade. So that is out. The Knicks don't have any first-round picks whatsoever this year, and they don't have any second-round picks either. Ah, pickless. No second-round picks either. So if the Knicks decide to stay quiet, nobody. Absolutely (laughs) nobody, which is weird. This is is kind of weird considering this is a team that is, you know – has either trade like it's 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 weird in the sense that we didn't trade all these draft picks for like one player like we're trading for like quality role players and it's not like oh when are we get to get the next pick and it's also weird because we don't traded the last two years so we haven't really seen anyone come through and I guess that might have been to the mm-hmm. fact that you think about drafting quickly Toppin Sims uh, Grimes McBride and Rokas that. They're probably like, that's enough young guys for Tibbs. Probably enough young guys for Tibbs. It, I don't know. It's, it, I, I was upset that they didn't draft anyone last year. I was really upset. Well, you know, yeah. like I said, I, I like draft picks. I feel like that's how you build. You know, and, and you just got to hope that it doesn't come to backfire on us. You know? Hopefully. They, I mean, they, they had plan i it's funny at the time i didn't agree with it but you know trading back and i mean what we traded back like two or three times last year but um they clearly wanted to shed salary you know moving burks with some picks as well to try and get jalen brunson that was a great move for sure but you know generally speaking it's hard to see us move out of positions where there's talent like i know there was a bunch of guys that we could have had last year that I would have been interested to see kind of what they would look like in a Knicks uniform and, and how they could develop with us. But um, ultimately, I think this team has a goal to get a bigger prize, whether that is to shoot for the moon and try and get a star via trade or to get some more complimentary pieces that fit the current roster. That's why I expect this this uh, pick to be traded. I mean, I'm sorry, not the pick to be traded, but um, just <laughs> look at me. Look me I'm, I'm, I'm trying to wish <laughs> in existence that Dallas got the 11th pick and that we'd have 
some more prospects to talk about or at least some more flexibility things to talk about. But either way, uh, they're trying to shore up this roster with probably some type of veteran presence to make sure that the Miami Heat Circus doesn't happen again. We'll see. We'll see. Who's going to play in Summer League? <laughs> Jericho Sims. Maybe, maybe finally Roku's acubitis. I, I mean, I have not seen this guy in how long. So I, I really couldn't, I, you know, I couldn't tell you uh, what he's doing. But, you know, maybe he's finally going to come over. Who knows? The baby dragon. He says he emulates his game after Grand Dragic. That'd be nice. Be be a change of pace to see him back because we haven't seen him since, what was that? What year was that? What year was 2021? We haven't seen him since 2021 in Summer League. Yeah. You know, so that'd be nice. That'll be interesting. It's it's weird because, you know, I'm so used to, you know, seeing, all right, who the Knicks are going to draft, you know, first round, late first round, lottery, second round. It's like I, I haven't even been invited to any community mocks, you know, at representing the Knicks. I'm like, they're like, yo, go, I, we usually invite you, but, you know, the Knicks have no picks, so we don't know. And like, yeah. you know we don't have picks, so it's like, all right, uh, you know, just got to get some undrafted free agents, you know. <laughs> like feeling naked, like, wait a minute, whoa, 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 whoa. I need to be part of these things. I can't be part of these things anymore. It's weird because it's like you can't even my board, you know, it's hard. What range the people act usually ask me, oh, we think the Knicks. It's like, well, right now you gotta look at outside the top 70 or whatever to look for that that could be there, you know? So it's like but but you know what? The Heat did that. You know, they they found gems, whether it was late second round or undrafted. There's no reason we can't do that with Walt Perrin. Um, yeah. you know, he's, he's talented enough. Our scouting staff is talented enough. They should be able to find somebody, um, if, if we don't, you know, consolidate resources and try to move for something else. Oh, Maybe sure. the Knicks could buy some second round picks. That they can. As John Talento said in the chat, maybe they could buy some second round picks. Shout out to John Talento for being, uh, I believe he's a channel member as well. Uh, oh, shout out to you, John Talento. The tough thing these days with buying picks is I feel like teams are are hesitant to give up their spot. You know, that's the only thing. Like, I feel like back in, like, I don't know, the early 2000s, I used to hear about that all the time. Ah, you could just buy a pick. You could just buy a second-round pick. Cash considerations, whatever it is. But I feel like it, I'm – I know it still happens, but I just feel like not as not as frequent as it used to be. Yeah, you got, you got, you got to go to teams that have, like – high you know are deep are close to the luxury tax so like you gotta look at clippers lakers teams like that that got hot there they got a lot of you know salary high salary guys so you gotta look at teams like that that are trying to get rid of their picks you know so they don't add any more you know cap to their you know to their roster so i think those you know i think in the mid late 40s with the lakers and the clippers you could probably try to you know suns you know you could try to you know finagle something with the with those three teams maybe do the Warriors have any second-round picks? I mean, they're going to be looking at their books because, you know, you got Draymond over there that you got to keep. Two forfeited picks, so there's only 58 picks this year because of the two forfeited picks from, right. uh, from the Sixers and, I believe, the Bulls. Mm. Hey, Alex, you asked for first round or second round? Second round. Nothing, yeah. I think they have, a first, they have a, their first-round pick Yeah, this they year. have a 19 in the first round, but... Which could be a target too, if if that's something the Knicks are trying to look at, if they want to get a piece, you know, they could because the Warriors are trying to get rid of cap. They're trying, their their owner even said they're trying to shed cap. So they that's a that's a team you could look at in the first round that you could try to, you know, work something out if you want to get in the first round and get someone. We got a five dollar super chat from Jay Boogie. Said, check my phone. He put a hundred dollars on the Spurs for the number one pick. Uh, he said he shared that with me at seven fifty three, and I hit it. I got some summer league money now. Shout out to you, Jay Boogie. Thank you for the $5 super chat. Don't got my phone with me right now. It is on silent, but I will definitely check it out when I get that chance. Oh, man. Alex is so stressed. That we didn't get I am still bothered. <laughs> I'm still bothered, man. Come on. They should have blessed us at least this year, man. At least Come I think. On, man. You yeah, tell me. It's always either the Knicks drop. Dr- and you tell me that we can't even get, we can't even be on the, the benefiting end of a trade to get some, uh, uh, a first round pick with lottery protections now? I'm bothered, man. Bothered. Bothered. Absolutely bothered. Yeah. 
It's just, that's just how it, you know, it's life of being a Knicks fan. You know, it's just, you know, that I, I went into this, you know, and expecting that, yeah. that. And so if you went in with that, then this doesn't bother you as much. It's always staying, a little bit of hope, Chris. There's always a little bit of hope. All right. Now, you know, now we got to, me and Jeff got to talk about, you know, our boards from 70 to 100 and see what guys are going to get summer league invites. Yeah. I think we're going to have to consolidate and uh, partner write some pieces for Knicks Fan TV at this point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Bigs, too. So that's the – I got, I got guys that could, I feel like can, that they'll bring it to camp, so bigs and all that. But, you know, uh, I got to get rid of that, that top 20 board for the Knicks, you know. <laughs> could we trade with Charlotte, maybe? Because they're going to have two picks. That one's going to – that one it will go from Denver to, uh, to Charlotte. So maybe we can get that one. Who knows? First round pick from Denver that, that uh they have. So I mean, like I said, that's probably the if the Knicks are gonna try to get in the first round, you're gonna have to talk with Charlotte. You're gonna have to talk with the Clippers, who have I think the last pick. And like I said, Pacers have their lottery pick and two late first. So those are the teams you're gonna probably try to go after. If that's a, if there's a player that's dropping that they feel like is is worthy of, of moving up to, you know, they haven't shown that they kind of been afraid the last few years to move up to get there, a guy they like. So I, I don't know if that's in their cards. They kind of, you know, they kind of move back down in the draft you know, and they move significantly down too. So, you know, um, I, I think they'll get a second round pick out at, at, at worst, you know, I don't know if they'll get in the first round. I think the second round that they might, cause this, there could be some, some guys, especially some wing defenders that they could definitely use, you know, so, uh, and and some and some shooters, you know. Uh, so, you know, I'll, uh, I would who, say who, who, who in the second round would you got? Would you guys like second round? Let me yeah. uh, let me oh. let me get in here. Let me get in here. So I got one guy in particular I absolutely love. It's Kevin McCullough from Kansas. Like I, mm. he's not a shooter. Okay, so he shot like twenty nine percent, but I feel like he could he can he could get in the low thirties. But that's not what I don't even care about. That it's the defense. He could switch one through four. It's some fives, today's fives and all that, but he's locked down. He locked down Keontae. He locked down a lot of, Keont- you know, Keontae Joyce, Keontae Johnson. He locked down some of the best wings in the Big 12. He, he's someone that's just in my fave five. Like, guys, you just have to have on your roster. And he's someone that I feel like he fit in. He would fit into the, to the Knicks perfectly. He's a Tibbs guy. If you wanted to, you know, I think the Garden will love. I feel like he's someone that could be an impact player. And also, like, Andre Jackson, too, from UConn is another one I like. Kind of fits that same, kind of like that Josh Hart type, you know, that can do all the little way. They're the big reason why UConn won the Nat, really big reason why UConn won the national championship. So that's, those are some guys that I like that, uh, um, that you can definitely get in, the, in that second round if they're in that, you know, mid 40s range. You know, Mari Bailey's another one. He had a solid combine too. He was someone people thought would, would probably be maybe not get drafted. Solid combine. I feel like he definitely could be around that range if you want a, a, a guard that you want to develop, you know, in the next few years. Okay. More defense. Let's go. I'll throw two guys out there. I'm going to stay Kansas with Chris's um, McCuller pick, and I'm going to go Jalen Wilson, who I liked a lot this year. Um, played really well in big games, which I think does matter, and matters specifically to the Knicks front office. They like guys that compete. They like guys that compete specifically when the lights are the brightest. Um, and uh, Chris took it a little bit. I mentioned him a little bit earlier, but Amari Bailey, man, I, I, I like him a lot. You know, he he was really impressive to me defensively. Um, for a young guy on a really good UCLA team, I thought that he fit in but also found his spots, when to be aggressive and when to not be aggressive really well. thought he shot the ball. At least his shooting mechanics and form were pretty good to me. Um, and defensively, when you have the tools that he has, um, I, you know, I find that that's very, very difficult to, to teach. So Mari Bailey, Jalen Wilson, if, if we were to somehow figure our way into the second round, later, later half of the second round, I think those are two guys that I would look at. I have one more name. All right. Don't look at it. People are going to look at his stats and be like, Chris, what are you talking about? But Tristan Vucevic, you look, he's 6'11". You know, he, he played in Real Madrid. You're going to look at the minutes per and you'll be like, Chris, what are you talking about? He's playing 15 minutes, 14 minutes a game. But when, you, when he plays in those 15 minutes, he's really good. 
He can shoot the ball really well. It's a stretch big and all that. I think he could develop. He can, he can, you know, eventually, you know, be able to chop blocker and all that interior and all that and, uh, and really do some damage. But the shooting for a stretch big, six foot 11, I think is what I really like from him. I liked him last year. I had him top 40 as a, mm. as a last year. So I've been on the Tristan Vucevic train for a long time. He said, doesn't get a lot of minutes. So people are going to be like, no, no, no. Wow. You know, but. When you watch him play, you're like, okay, he could stretch the floor. He could shoot and all that. Shot a high percentage when he was in the game. Shot a high percentage for three when he plays. So Tristan Vucevic in that, min- if you can- in that range would be, to me, worth a, a flyer if-, if the Knicks were to get in that second-round range. So that's-, that's a name for people to remember. And your relation and- to the Vucevic already in the league? I don't believe so. I, I don't think so. I could okay. be wrong. So. Okay. Well, Knicks Nation, we're going to wrap it here. Because uh, as these guys uh, are, are still excited for the draft and how things will play out, I am still angry and need to go throw my remote against the wall because we did not get this Mavericks pick. But salute to Knicks Nation. Salute to all of you for tuning in for this watch party, this watery watch party. Make sure you hit that thumbs up button for your boys. Make sure to check out KnicksFanTV.com. Uh, Chris, Jeff, I'm going to start with Chris. Chris, if you got anything uh, coming up, please let the listeners know where they can uh, – find you and on, on, uh, any of your upcoming material. Yeah, so you can follow me off the ball pod. That's where I'm most active. Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and all that. I'm going to be doing a lot of draft stuff. Obviously, you know, I'm going to, you know, have a bunch of draft guys on the show in the next, you know, coming weeks. Now we have the order, do some live mock drafts and all that, get that dive into some potential late, you know, late picks and undrafted guys that the Knicks can maybe get. So, uh, you know, check out off the ball pod. Everything's there. So just check me out on Twitter there. All righty, and then Jeff, let the listeners know where they can find you. Uh, Jeff, we are the rambling about the Knicks and, and everything going on with Knicks Twitter. Might have something tips related coming down the pike uh, for Knicks Fan TV in a little bit. Anything draft related will be for Knicks Fan TV as well. So make sure you go check out Jeff's work at KnicksFanTV.com. And once again, salute to Knicks Nation and salute to all of you for tuning in. Make sure you hit that thumbs up button for your boys. Salute to all the mods, salute to the channel members, salute to everyone that tuned in today so that we could be angry or eh, however you feel today after watching Mark Tatum once again hurting us indirectly this time. Thanks for nothing, Mark. <laughs> Thanks for nothing. All right, uh, Next Nation, we'll catch you later. We out. <laughs>